Hello and welcome to the latest edition of magazine.t4l. This is issue 16, published in Term 3, 2021. The title, Teaching and Learning in the Cloud, Your Guide to Everything Online. And this is a New South Wales Government publication. We go over to page two now, and the title, Welcome to our Special Edition. We begin with a welcome message from our director, Mark Greentree. The T4L team have put together this special digital classroom edition, focusing on teaching and learning anywhere for you to keep handy. Whether you're keen to build your confidence with tech or grow your skills in developing your digital classroom, this issue is designed to step you through some of our favorite tools and platforms. All the best as you take your classroom to the cloud. The section below that is titled T4L Loves. And we have two images. The first, boost your knowledge of technology for learning by watching the highlights from the New South Wales Government Department of Education sessions at EduTech 2020. The second T4L Loves, discover key digital resources on the Digital Learning Resources Hub and digital tools in the Digital Learning Selector. Below T4L Loves, we have a third section titled T4L Kids Magazine Special Edition Now Available. Your Classroom in the Cloud is a bumper activity field 11 page magazine for students to use independently or as part of a guided series of lessons from the digital classroom. Students can develop a game, build a website, publish a story or news report, podcast with passion, get creative with coding, and grow their pocket money and build a budget. And we have uh, just a note at the bottom of page two. Please note, tools, devices, software, links, and educational practices reviewed within this publication are not an indication of endorsement by the New South Wales Government Department of Education and cannot be used as much. Moving on to page three, the title, What's Inside This Edition? We have four points. The first with a mail icon, time to get online. Refresh your knowledge of Outlook webmail and reacquaint yourself with the features of the digital learning selector. The second with a gear icon, decide on best tools for tasks. Take a road test of our collaborative tools, explore the benefits and features of Microsoft Teams and Google Classroom, and connect your classroom online. The third point, represented by a cloud with an arrow pointing up, connect your classroom. Brush up on your video conferencing skills and move your classroom to the cloud. The fourth point, highlighted by a computer with a chat icon, Develop your skills with digital tools. Develop your knowledge of digital tools for feedback and assessment. Brush up on some of the features in our collaborative platforms. And the final point, highlighted by an icon with a folder, find resources for the digital classroom. Check out fun and free resources to power up your online classroom right now. And that concludes page three. Moving on to page four titled, Time to Get Online. 
the first subheading, MS Outlook Webmail. How do I access it? There are two icons moving from staff portal into your mail. What can I do with it? Send work to your students and collaborate with colleagues. Attach files. Send links. Create read receipts. Form groups from your address book. Create contact groups to make sending easy. Use reply all to encourage conversation. And some standout features now. Everyone is familiar with email. Great way to initiate contact no matter what platform you use. Class contact lists can be important. Don't forget, you can use Calendar to reschedule meetings with students or staff. And finally, accessible on any device. The last point, how do I learn more? Email in the Department of Education. And finally, Microsoft Outlook demo. And these are both links. The next title, Digital Learning Selector, what is it? Are you wanting to take your class online but are not sure where to start? Overwhelmed by the sheer volume of tools to choose from, the Digital Learning Selector has you covered. Discover online learning tools that support ICT integration and collaboration with a tool built by the New South Wales Government Department of Education. How do I access it? When we have three icons, we have staff portal into my learning tools, and then you select the digital learning selector icon. What can I do with it? This tool enables you to explore technology options by learning intention. Investigate, communicate, create, organize. Each and every tool has been carefully selected and tested by the learning design and development team. Standout features, login and access information at your fingertips. Graphical key to assist with decision-making. Complete with teaching and learning activities that embed ICT directly into your lessons. Links to getting started resources. And finally, how do I learn more? And we have two links, the Digital Learning Selector learning tool and the Digital Learning Selector support. Moving on to page five. This is titled Road Test Digital Classroom. Taking your classroom to the cloud can be made easy with digital classroom hubs. In this road test, we uncover some of the best features, plus a little bit extra, of the platforms we're using in the cloud for students and staffs. The first is Microsoft Teams. Now, strength, awesome for collaboration with colleagues and classes. And how do you access it? Through a browser or on desktop or mobile app. Access is via the staff portal. The next is Adobe Connect. Strength, customizable pods to create a digital meet space that works for you. And how do I access it? Accessible from your staff portal and a plugin may be required. Next, we have Google Classroom. Strength, great for managing a digital classroom and feedback and assessment. And how do I access it? Through a browser or on a desktop or mobile app. Access is via the staff portal. We move on to the next section of page five, where we have another title, Microsoft Teams. And we have quotes from our STEM leader, Tanya. 
Teams allows me to collaborate with groups of people and channels or a single colleague through the chat function. Sharing documents and discussing items face to face in real time with hundreds of kilometers separating us. And below that, we have another quote titled Google Classroom. And this is by Joe from T4L Technology. If you are familiar with other Google tools, the Google Classroom interface is so intuitive and easy to use, not too much, not too little, just right. And that concludes page five. Moving on to page six, titled Collaborate with Microsoft Teams. Microsoft Teams is the complete classroom hub. Simply log in to Microsoft Office 365 via the portal. And below this, we have a section titled, What is it? If you have Microsoft Office 365, you have Microsoft Teams. Set up and manage your classrooms or projects, file and curate resources, and even chat and video conference within Teams. This is also a great staff collaboration tool. Now, how do I access it? Again, we have an icon, Staff Portal, into My Learning Tools, into Microsoft Office 365, and finally, into Microsoft Teams. What can I do with it? Schedule work for your class, provide access to resources, curate and host classroom conversations via chat and broadcast. In commas, teacher video only. Create different teams for each of your classes, Add in websites and other links. Multiple teachers for one class. And finally, assign quizzes. Below this, we have a graphic with text. Shifting to the cloud, take your files with you and move them from your desktop or school drives to OneDrive, where they will be accessible anywhere, anytime, from any device. Click here to learn more. Moving on to the second part of page six, we have standout features. Integration with OneNote class notebooks. The ability to schedule assignments, mark them and provide feedback in one interface. Multiple channels for concurrent streams of work. Full integration with Office 365. Integrated file repository for your class. Add in digital tools such as Flipgrip easily. Tabs make assessing content easy for students. Next title, we've got you. Check out our step-by-step -step range of resources for Teams on the T4L website. Getting prepared to teach and learn online with Microsoft Teams. Getting started with Teams. Communicating with Teams. Using assignments in Teams. Organization and administration in Teams. And finally, for page six, want to learn more? Check out our range of Microsoft Teams resources on the T4L site, including lots of bite-sized videos. There is also a range of resources on OneDrive, presentation tools, video tools, accessibility, coding, and more. Moving on to page seven. And this is titled, Top 10 of Microsoft Teams. And we've broken down the best of Microsoft Teams for you. And we have a graphic, and this is the Microsoft Teams interface with 10 top tips throughout. Tip number one. Start a voice or video call by simply clicking on the camera or phone icon in any team, channel, or chat. Tip number two, join or create a team. Create a team and build a network. Simply search for names and add them into your group. Tip number three, join a team with a code. 
It's easy to set up a class, students just need a code to join the group. Number four, this is about managing your team, adding channels and members. Team teaching, click on next to team name, choose add member to add a co-teacher to a team. Tip number five, rich text allows for bold text, bullet points and hyperlinks to be displayed. Tip number six, have something urgent that needs attention, mark a message as urgent. Tip number seven, when using assignments, a sidebar opens for you to easily mark, grade and give feedback. Tip number eight, see whether an assignment has been viewed or turned in. Click on the assignments tab, select the assignment, then explore status options and start marking options. Tip number nine, save time. Set your status with the options available or create a custom notification. Click on your initials slash photo at the top right. And finally, tip number 10, want some peace? Turn off your notifications by clicking on your initials. Click on manage account, then notification. And finally, on the bottom of page seven, we have a learning on demand resource. And this is a link titled Introduction to Microsoft Teams. Moving on to page eight. At the top of page eight, we have a title, Meet Online with Adobe Connect. Adobe Connect is a virtual meeting platform that provides the opportunity for webinars with students and colleagues. And this is with a graphic of people using Adobe Connect. Below this, we have another title, What Is It? Adobe Connect is a customizable tool which is great for broadcasting and conferencing either through audio or video. Its features make it useful for teachers leading classroom discussion and allows for engagement with staff and students. How do I access it? We have, we start in the staff portal. We then go through to my applications and finally the Adobe Connect icon. Sign in as a registered user with your DOE user ID and plug in may be required. The next title, what can I do with it? Adobe Connect sessions are called webinars. Run webinars with staff and students through audio or video. Collaborate in real time. Share resources, notes, chats, and whiteboards for collaboration. And you can record meetings. So what are some of the standout features? Customizable interface with configurable pods or windows for different applications, including audio, video, sharing, polls, and more breakout rooms for differentiated learning, multiple meeting rooms per user. And just a note, Adobe Connect is only a virtual meeting platform, not a complete digital classroom solution. And finally, we have a box full of links titled, We've Got You, Adobe Connect in the DOE, Getting Started with Adobe Connect, New South Wales DOE Digital Learning Selector, Adobe Connect, LinkedIn Learning, Adobe Connect Essential Training, Learning to Run Webinars, and finally, Success in a Video Conference. At the very bottom of page eight, we have two graphics. One, a teacher using Adobe Connect on a laptop, and the second on an iPad. Moving on to the top of page nine, move your classroom to the cloud with Google Classroom. 
Google Classroom can help you get organized and collaborate with students in a virtual setting. Now, the main body of page nine starts with what is it? Google Classroom is a tool that does what its name suggests, creating a virtual classroom in the cloud that students can join and teachers can manage. Now, how do I access it? We start with our staff portal, into our My Learning Tools, into our G Suite, and then finally into the Google Classroom icon. Sign in with your Google Education email, and we have an example, which is joan.citizen at education.nsw.gov.au. Now, what can I do with it? Add students to create a classroom, run a virtual classroom, share and curate files, schedule work for your class, provide access to resources, curate and host classroom conversations, share links online, and finally, create digital portfolios with connections to G Suite. Moving on to our standout features of Google Classroom, works on any device with internet, assignments complete with rubrics and teacher feedback, integration of self-marking quizzes, collaboratively share the classroom between teachers, create individual copies of key pro forma documents for our students at a click of a button. And finally, chat function can be disabled, giving teachers more control. And we've got you. So a list of links. Check out our step-by-step -step range of resources on Google Classroom on the T4L website. These links include Google Classroom features, getting started with Google Classroom, communicating in Google Classroom, using assignments in Google Classroom, and finally, feedback and assessment in Google Classroom. Our last point, learning on demand, and this has two links, the basics of Google Classroom course on my PL and taking Google Classroom to the next level on my PL. The final image at the bottom of page nine is three teachers using laptops in the classroom. Moving on to page 10. Page 10 is titled Road Test Digital Classroom. And the first one we're road testing is Google Classroom. This sits next to an image of a young teacher using a laptop. Below, top 10 of Google Classroom. And we've broken down the best of Google Classroom for you. On page 10, we have an example of Google Classroom with four top tips. The first is how to create a new classroom. The second point, the chat in Google Classroom is called the stream. This is where you communicate with members of your class. Tip number three, you can communicate with a specific group of students only. Click stream, click in the text box, start typing and select all students. From here, you can tick the students you want to receive the post. And tip number four, did you know you can schedule a post? Simply click in the box in stream, start typing, then click the downward facing triangle next to post and click schedule. Now at the bottom of page 10, we have, do you want to learn more? check out our step-by-step -step range of resources on Google Classroom on the T4L website. And we have a link, getting prepared to teach and learn online with Google Classroom. There's also a range of resources on Google Drive, Docs, Slides, Sheets, Forms, and more. Want to learn more about getting your classroom online? Take a peek at our webinar recordings page. Our top picks, 
the four Getting Started courses. Getting started with Google Workspace, getting started with Microsoft 365, getting started with Apple, and finally getting started with technology for learning. Moving on to page 11, this is continuing the top tips for Google Classroom. So moving on to tip five, set up a range of assignments, quizzes, questions, material, or reuse a post. And this is pointing at the tab classroom. Number six, you can add a rubric to an assignment you set. Simply click the plus icon rubric button on the right hand side. Tip number seven, feedback and assessment in Google Classroom is epic. Click on a student's assignment to mark it. From here, you can grade, add rubrics, and private comments. So moving down to the second half of page 11, we have tips eight, nine, and 10. Tip eight, suggesting mode, top right. It is also great for adding edits to work. Tip number nine, choose the assignment. Open a student's submission, then click on comment, bank to personalize your response. And finally, tip number 10, in the grades tab, get a quick overview of all student work that's been submitted. Want to export your grades? Watch this video. And we have a link sending you to this video. And at the very bottom of page 11, titled Google Drive Gold, where we have four additional links. The first, watch this quick video on setting up your Google Drive. Uh, link number two, check out our easy to use resources on Google Drive. Link three, visit the T4L one-stop Google shop for all your Google Drive resources and more. And link four, share documents easily in Google Drive. This takes us to page 12. Page 12 is titled Web Conferencing Hacks. Web conferencing enables students and teachers to connect virtually online. This face-to-face -face medium is awesome for distant learning and your digital classroom. And this is accompanied with an animated graphic of teachers using a conferencing app. Below this, our checklist, tech checklist. Make sure your computer can web conference and test your settings. Make sure your computer has a webcam or purchase and plug in. Sound quality, do you have headphones with a microphone? And finally, your space. Do you have a clear, quiet space without distraction or interruption? Teach online like a pro. Virginia Clough is head teacher of science, delivering online education at Aurora College, a New South Wales virtual selective high school. Here are her top tips for running web conferences. Tip number one, be prepared. Utilize OneNote or another online platform to have your lesson mapped out. Links embedded, questions to be answered, your presentation ready and linked into the page. Tip number two, be engaging. You are teaching in only 2D, not 3D. So ask questions and get feedback. Use a variety of platforms, etc. Microsoft Teams, Google Classrooms, etc. In online learning, students don't copy notes from a board. We give them all to them. Lessons are conversational and you are asking them to consider the information and answer a question. Apply the information and demonstrate their understanding. Videos, interactives, Kahoot quizzes, and problems to solve all help to keep the learning engaging. Tip number three, be a feedback master. As your students are going to be digitally answering questions, give them feedback on how they are progressing. 
This can be marked on screen with a red pen style tick or better still, verbally. Some platforms allow you to leave verbal feedback for students that records your annotations in real time with your feedback. Tip number four, create a great environment for lesson delivery. The best place is a desk connected to high quality internet. For me, it's my home office with cabled internet plugged into my laptop. I love dual screens. My laptop connected to an external monitor with the display extended. I can then easily see the classroom setup. And the second screen can be the material I'm sharing with the students. My laptop and a headset with a microphone are essential to teach online. Moving on to page 13 now, we have two columns, one titled Easy Web Conferencing, Hacks to Help UVC. And then we have six tips. The first, set the agenda. Tick off items as you go and send a follow-up email. Tip number two, dress for success. Look the part, be professional and avoid busy patterns. Tip number three, web meeting hacks. Plug your device in, test before the meeting, have a glass of water handy and mute all other devices. Uh, number four, dust off your desktop. Close tabs, clear your desktop and get ready to switch to presenting mode. Five, smile, make eye contact, keep in mind where the camera is, consider using a virtual background. And number six, sound check. Testing one, two, are you using a headset with a microphone? Are you sure it's a quiet space and you've muted your mic when you're not presenting? The second column titled, Boost Your Space and Brain, Stephen Heppel's Top Tips for a Great Workspace. So we have 10 top tips here from Stephen. And our first is temperature. Optimal working temps are 18 to 21 degrees and make sure you have access to fresh air. Number two is light levels. Check your lux or your light levels with an app and aim for a thousand lux. Banish shadows and keep windows and curtains open. Number three, move your body. Move every 20 minutes. Consider standing, consider a standing desk slash a sitting desk options and keep that circulation flowing. Number four, color your world. Color is a great brain stimulator. You can amp the color around your workspace with cushions or keepsakes. Number five, the four walls. Colored walls reflect light and add brightness, which is good. Dark rooms absorb light. So adjust accordingly to keep your light levels up. Watch your CO2. Manage your CO2 levels. Add in plants to your room to oxygenate and keep doors open to stay fresh. Seven, music and noise. Use music with no lyrics to stay focused or choose your favorite mix to keep your brain boosted. And the last one, smells. What keeps you going? Baking bread or coffee aromas? Could you boost your room with an energizing spritz of citrus or lavender essential oils? And that finishes page 13. So moving on to page 14 now, titled Digital Tools. Change up the way you and your students work. There are loads of online time savers for formative assessment and feedback, as well as taking class tasks online. Here are a few hacks to keep your students on track with hitting their goals. First, assessing online with Google Forms. Quizzes in Google Forms are simple to set up and can be a quick way to start the week or lesson. Choose from multiple choice to short and long answer questions. 
Prompts can be given in the form of images for younger students. Distribute a quiz simply by sharing or embedding a link in Google Classroom. Convert results into easy to interpret data. Think graphs and average mean range of class scores. And finally, add in automated feedback. Below this, we have two more links. Learn more with Google. Link one, learning to assess online with Google Forms. And link number two, classroom productivity and collaboration with docs, slides, and forms. Below this, we have an image of a teacher using a laptop. The second column of page 14, titled, Digitize your feedback. Give your students feedback with an immediate impact and a personal touch. Type your feedback. Use typed comments across Microsoft 365 applications, including Word, PowerPoint, and OneNote, and click on the speech bubbles in the top right of any application. And we have another link. Learn more here. Below this, we have four icons, one prompting conversation. The next is write your feedback. Write or draw digitally with a stylus on student work in Microsoft OneNote. Highlight areas of concern, provide guidance, and even insert stickers. Simply click draw and then select your pen. The next is audio feedback. Provide detailed guidance and feedback using your voice in tools such as Microsoft OneNote. Just click insert and then add audio. And we have an external link provided. The next, video feedback. Give feedback to the whole class using a short video. This might be a good midpoint during an assessment or general feedback for the group. Using Apple Clips or an iPad or iPhone is a great way to record a video and an associated link. Moving on to page 15, now OneNote class notebook. Think of OneNote like an old fashioned spiral bound notebook, but in a digital form. OneNote class notebook is a collective binder containing a content library, collaboration space, plus a notebook for each student. And this is where the assessment power is. Using a digital pen, you can annotate work, sketch diagrams, insert videos, and more. Try popping a video of instruction into a OneNote doc to bring it to life for your students. Learn more about collaborative classrooms with OneNote and a link is provided. The next, digital storytelling with Sway. Think of Sway as a simple and easy to use drag and drop website builder. Get your students to create an e-portfolio, write a digital story, collaborate on a class newsletter. Students can collaborate on Sway by simply clicking on the share button. And again, another link provided named learn about digital storytelling with Sway. We have two more links titled Learn More with Microsoft. The first link, Collaborative Classrooms with OneNote. And the second, Microsoft Forms to Create Formative and Summative Assessments. Next, Google Slides. Students can collaborate in groups or presentations in real time. Why not try awesome collaboration tasks such as transforming a research task into an engaging collaborative presentation opportunity, creating a digital book, collaboratively create an idea pitch Shark Tank style. Students can collaborate on a Google slide by simply clicking on the share button. Visit the link Google Teacher Center to learn more. Realizing students' creativity potential with iPad. 
Have you seen the T4L learning journals for both scaffolded or independent learning, K-10? These journals are available in Apple Pages format and can be modified by teachers in Pages. You can get started with the journals below. We have Early Learners, K-2, Early Learners, K-2, non-DOA users version, Primary Learners, 3-6, Primary Learners, 3-6, non-DOA users version, Secondary Learners, 7-9, and Secondary Learners, 7-9, non-DOA users version. And to finish up page 19, we have two more links, learn more from Apple. Link one, teacher productivity with iPad, and link two, releasing students' creativity potential with iPad. Moving on to page 16 now, resources. Fresh out of ideas, look no further. Here are some fab, fun, and free tools and resources to check out while you have students learning from home. The first title, free online resources. Our first resource is Oliver. The Oliver Library System is available for all New South Wales public school teachers and is so much more than just a catalogue. There are plenty of other resources on Oliver as well as training videos to guide you through it. We have a link accessible through the DOE portal slash my applications and the sub recommended subjects, English, history and more. Moving on, below that we have Another resource, ABC TV Education. ABC TV Education is home to great content for students learning from anywhere and is suited to all ages, stages, and KLAs. Our top picks are a link to BTN, a link, lesson starters, mini lessons, and rookie reporter. Check it out here and don't forget you can catch up on ABC iView. And this is recommended for mathematics, science, and more. Then we have the National Library of Australia. The National Library of Australia, or NLA, has Trove, the digital archive of everything ever produced in print in Australia. Also, check out the digital classroom section, explore treasures of the library and find resources by year level. We have a link, check out Trove and their digital classroom resources. And the recommended subjects are English, history, science, and more. And the last resource on page 16, the State Library of New South Wales. Teachers and students can access free units of work, including library tours, videos, and learning activities by subject area. And we have a link. Check out the schools and teachers link. And the recommended subjects are English, history, science, and more. Moving on to page 17, we have multiple photos and a bunch of different virtual visits. Take a virtual visit. The first, Google Arts and Culture. There are loads of virtual excursions on the Google Arts and Culture website. The Street Art Project is a must. Imagine what projects in English, society and culture, business studies, commerce or visual arts that this could inspire. Next, the Sydney Opera House. The clever team at Sydney Opera House have developed a special page just for students and there are so many resources that could inspire learning and activities with your students. Our favourite is learning how to design like Utzon, the house's original architect and innovator. Next, we have Questacon. The, the team from Questacon have put together a series of virtual excursions covering several key learning areas. They include pre and post excursion resources, our pick is the link Foldable Flight. 
Yes, you guessed it. Students explore the science of getting airborne with the aid of an old favorite, the paper aeroplane. The next column of page 17, continuing on with our virtual visits. The next, Tokal Virtual Farm. Check out how a farm works with the Tokal Virtual Farm Tour. This is an online, interactive, inside look at Tokal College's farms. From 360 VR video, to soil maps, to agricultural history, there are also teaching guides and workbooks to support learning. Next, tour Taronga Zoo. Hanging out with the giraffes or meerkats has never been easier. Check out the link, Taronga TV. There are loads of other links at digital programs that are on offer from the zoo that might tie into your curriculum needs. And the final virtual tour visit, the Smithsonian. The time zones might be a struggle, but an early morning wake up to attend a lesson at the Smithsonian is worth the alarm call. But if it is a little bit too early, they also offer virtual tours at any time. They have a range of experiences that are sure to spark your students' curiosity and inspire a passion project. All right, moving on to page 18 now. It is titled Create. And the first activity is design and engineer. Now the challenge is to design and even 3D print a customized name tag for a student backpack. Now something we need to consider, think like an engineer, will your product be durable? How easy or difficult is it to print and produce? Could it be done at scale? What materials work best? Could you turn the production of name tags into a business? And this is suited to stages three to six. Now a tool, SketchUp for Schools, a browser-based modeling tool for primary and secondary students that can be accessed through your G Suite login. And the steps, view information in the link to the digital learning selector to get the creative juices flowing. Then take this link to guided slide deck tour of the name tag activity. Start modeling with another link to sketch up here. Each activity is supported with scaffolding to step you through. This will work for a sequence of lessons. Activity number two, conceptualize and design a new car. Now the challenge, be guided by a masterclass video on designing a Jaguar car and apply it to create Jaguar's next concept car with some cool drawing tools. Things to consider. Audio engineers consider aerodynamics. Will your car design slip through the air or sap energy and fuel? The designers consider the aesthetics too. Does it look awesome? And getting practical. Is it functional and will the vehicle meet user needs? And this is suited to stages one through six. And some handy tools. The first, Google Canvas, a simple browser-based tool usable on any device. Next, Sketches School, a tool for iPad, OS, and Mac that will really bring out the inner designer. And finally, Paint 3D. Built in Windows 10, this app could transform students' sketches into 3D. And finally, we have a link to a masterclass video where you can get creative. And at the very bottom of 18, we have a question mark graphic with, did you design a car? Did you create some name tags? How did you adapt the activity to address outcomes you needed to focus on? Share your stories of success at the T4L teacher community. Now on to page 19, we have a more create with another activity. And this activity is develop a video game. Challenge, can you create a video game that people want to play? Things you need to consider. 
Game developers think of everything from how the user experiences the game to how it can be sold and marketed. Consider game levels, the overall challenge, and the narrative storyline of what players will experience. Design, graphics, and functionality are all things to consider when developing a game. And this is suited to stages three to four. Some handy tools. The first, code.org. This free online browser will step you through coding in no time. The next, Minecraft. Use the educational edition to prototype your game design. And the third tool, Make Code Arcade. Build code online with this free web-based browser. And again, we have another link. Read the very first issue of T4L Kids magazine for a step-by-step -step guide to develop video games. And another activity, develop an app. The challenge, can you design an app that will help track your health, fitness, or improve your financial situation? How about an app that solves a problem for your school community? Things to consider. App designers always think about user experience. How is a mobile app better than a website? Consider app structure, user journey, and experience what the goals for the user are. Consider your target market. This will affect design, language, and gamification elements used. And this is suited to stages two to four. And some handy tools. Guide your app building process using the App Design Journal in Apple Keynote, or adapt the content to be used on other platforms such as Microsoft PowerPoint and Google Slides. And read more about how to create an app in issue eight of magazine.t4l. Below activity two, we have a graphic of students playing some video games. And then below activity one, we have a graphic of stem.t4l where you can book a coding kit there. All right, moving on to page 20, titled T4L Kids. We have a graphic of the T4L Kids digital magazine. Issue three, this issue is all about investigating science and the ideas behind scientific inquiry. Students will be inspired by some of the incredible scientists and the challenges they are finding solutions for. We have issue two of T4L Kids, which is the issue is all about 3D design in this issue. Don't forget to share some of your students' creations with us. And finally, issue one of T4L Kids. In this issue, students will develop the skills to become the creators of their very own game. We have designed these resources so that students in years five to eight should be able to work on them independently. And over to page 21, we have some more amazing resources provided by the T4L team. Everyone's an author, the student filmmaker course, Totally Tech, and the student podcaster. And don't forget to check out the past issues of magazine.t4l. And below that, we have the images of our five last issues. And that concludes this audio narration of issue 16, magazine.t4l.